It's a very good afternoon. It is Niall Boylan with you for the next hour or so. And quite a shocking show, I imagine it's going to be as well. Because my eyes have been wide open today. And I mean wide open. Before we start, by the way, can I mention, don't forget, please share the show with your friends. If you're watching it now on Facebook or Twitter, do share it. And also, please try your best to subscribe to us because it helps us to be the voice for you and to give you a voice on this show. Remember, this is not radio, so we don't have the same rules. You can come on, say what you want. Don't defame anybody, obviously. Say what you want. Do what you want. Tell us what you want. It doesn't matter if it's not what we're talking about. It's kind of irrelevant. All you got to do at any stage during the show, or before the show, or after the show, is WhatsApp us. Just let me on. That's all you have to say. And it's 85 55 That's 85 55 Now... Here's where we're going today. You may have seen the news all over the internet. It is now trending. Tucker Carlson is planning to air an interview with a convicted con artist who claims he engaged in drug-fueled sex acts with Barack Obama. Now, in a promo clip for the actual show, and I'll give you a quick listen to it, actually. Have Have a quick listen to this. Oh, it'll come up in a second. That's not exactly You're just a guy who's in town for the night, and it sounds like you're looking to party. Yeah. Pulled up in a bar outside, and there's this guy that's introduced to me as Barack Obama. I had given Barack $250 to pay for Coke. I start putting a line on a CD tray to snort, and next thing I know, he's got a little pipe and he's smoking. So I just started rubbing my hand along his thigh to see where it was going, and it went the direction I had intended it to go. Even though you had sex with him twice, you did cocaine with him, watched him smoke crack twice. You had no idea who he was. I had no idea who he was. He was just the obvious question. What was Obama like on crack? Um, is, is it your sense that that's who Obama is, just transactional, or that he's bisexual, or like, what is this? It definitely wasn't Barack's first time, and I would almost be willing to bet you it wasn't as long. The guy's running for president, and credible information comes out that he's smoking crack and having sex with dudes. That seems like a story. Well, it would be a story if the media really cared about telling people the truth. Now, that's on Tucker Carlson. Tucker on Twitter, as it's called. I don't know, Tucker on X now, I think it's called. He runs his show every single week to millions of viewers. Now, here's the thing. The guy could be lying, but he's taken a lie detector. And the lie detector came back positive. He's also signed an affidavit for Tucker Carlson. So Tucker Carlson takes a great risk here because if he is lying and it's not true, Barack Obama will sue him. So I hope Tucker has deep pockets. If it is, or should I say if it's not true, but if it is true, that's the end of Barack Obama's kind of wonderful squeaky clean reputation, isn't it? Because, as you know, Barack is married. But this is not unusual. And I was talking to yesterday to one of my producers, Pete, about this. And he was saying to me, now he's gay, and he said to me, this is not a big deal. Why, why do you think this is such a big deal? And I said, what do you mean? And he said, if you go on Grindr, which is an app for gay men, for hookups or for dating, he said, you will get numerous married men with girlfriends wanting to come on to you within minutes. And I said, don't be so stupid. Yeah, I said, it's not that common. And he said, it is. So he set up an account yesterday, and within a half a day, he had 50, 60 messages. Most of them were from married men. Have a look at some of the messages. There they are on the screen. Now, we obviously, we've cropped out the names, so you can't see the names of the people, obviously. But there they are on the screen, the names. Or, should I say, the, the messages. And it, very clearly, obviously, he tries to find out by saying he has a girlfriend. But, you know, one of them claims he's married. Another one says he has a girlfriend. And what I'm saying to you, when you see these messages on Grinder, Now, I've never seen Grinder before. 
But for ladies listening today, if you hear this sound, that's your husband's grinder account. So if you hear that sound, that's your husband's grinder account. So he's just got a message on grinder. It's a very unique sound, by the way. It's not like Tinder. It's not like any of the other ones. But we also got a message going back about two weeks ago when we had a man on the air who claimed that he was married and was having a relationship with another man. And says, no, I'm unsure why you're all having a, having a go at David, the gay married man. I'm in exactly the same situation and living a life of 30 years. I could never let my family know as they're very religious in their views. It's a life of hell. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. Please don't judge this poor man and what he's going to because he's going to the same hell as I am. You all seem more focused on what his wife will think. So here's the thing. This is clearly quite common, more common than I actually imagined, that gay men or gay men are trapped in a marriage, a straight marriage, a heterosexual marriage, and feel they can't tell anybody. Maybe it's because of their job. Maybe it's because their families have conservative views or religious beliefs. Do you feel sorry for them? Maybe 20, 30 years ago, you might have. Would you still feel sorry for them now? Because it's not a big deal to be gay or not a big deal to come out. Maybe some people believe it is. I don't know. But do you feel sorry for them? A gay man that's trapped in a straight relationship or a straight marriage, maybe with kids. Let me know what you think. The number is 85 So do you feel sorry for them? There is two ways of looking at this. Maybe they are living a lie. Maybe they're ashamed of coming out. Maybe their family will frown upon them. Maybe their job will think twice about them. Is that still the case? And maybe they've just gone too deep and kept the lie so long they can't say anything because maybe they genuinely do love their wife, but not in the way you would imagine. Not an intimate love. Or you can look at it as they're deceitful. They're liars. They should never be trusted and you have no sympathy for them. Let me know what you think and be honest. The number 85 100 55 You can WhatsApp right now. That's 85 100 55 WhatsApp us right now if you want to come on and talk to us on the air. Maybe you're in that situation. Let me go to John. Hi, John. How are you? Hello, Neil. How are things? Good. John, do you have sympathy for a man, which is a much more common problem than I imagined it was, who's in a gay relationship? Or should I say, in a straight relationship, but gay? Well, I do. I do indeed. Um, I just, I was just browsing through the internet there. I had a look on American stuff, psychiatric websites, uh, people in that situation um, who uh, had terrible difficulty uh, coping with their own heterosexuality, the fact that they lean both ways, so to speak. Bisexual, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, bisexual, and there are, it seems, quite a number of people out there like that. Um, I, I feel sorry, look, for anybody, like, that isn't an ordinary straight, uh, because homosexuals even, uh, despite all the bluster and stuff that goes on, it's very sad they can never have a normal marriage, they can't have children, they can't... Well, 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 hold on, when, when, of course they can get married, sure, they can get married in this country, gay people get yeah, married, they and they can't have children because they don't have, if they're two men, they, have, they don't have a womb, that's why they can't have children, but they can adopt. Exactly. Exactly, yeah, they can now adopt, which is okay, I suppose, yeah, yeah, if they can do that, if there's people available to adopt, I think uh, adoption's very difficult now. Or surrogacy, surrogacy is another option as well. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't feel sorry for them because they can't have children, they're two men, 
I mean, do you feel sorry for me because I can't personally have a child? You know, I I don't have a womb, so why would you feel sorry for me? I don't I don't want you to feel sorry for me, in that sense. Maybe in relation to the fact that they're they're kind of trapped in this marriage. I mean, if somebody was with somebody for twenty five years, do you remember Philip Schofield? Of course, the classic case as well. Twenty five years and they're gay, but they're not telling anybody, and they're married and they're not telling their wife, but they're having the odd hookup on Grinder, you know, and that message is going every now and again. You know what I mean? Is that fair? Yeah. I, yeah, okay, Neil, but I, I'm just thinking it through, really. Like, can you can you really have everything in the world both ways? I mean, if you are capable, as I read about one chap in America who um, had it, wanted it both ways, he was married to a wife with three children, and he was also couldn't resist having it the other way as well, and... Um, he, but it was still troubling him terribly. He went for psychiatric uh, help and advice. And so, so, you know, normally people in that situation, trapped in that, don't accept being dual uh, and wanting it uh, both ways. It, it disturbs them. It, it doesn't leave them with happiness. And then mm. they feel obliged. He felt well, obliged. But, but, but here's the thing. And here's, here's the more disturbing part of it. When our producer set up the Grinder account yesterday, which is Grinder for those who don't know, is an app for gay men uh, for dating. It's like Tinder, but for gay men. And he, I want to make the point that we found that eighty-two percent of the men who came onto them, and there was over thirty-five of them, were either married or had a girlfriend. Eighty-two percent were either married or had a girlfriend. I mean, that's incredible. Yep. But yeah, well, you're now. Hold on, you're not talking about straight gay. Well, straight gay men. Well, you're well, I'm talking, talking about men. I'm talking about men who claim to be straight because they've got a wife or a girlfriend, but they're actually on a gay dating app having hookups at the weekend with other lads. Exactly. But my point really is that there are people out there, unfortunately, happily, that uh, are capable of getting married, having children. Are you married? Are you married? Are you married? I am indeed, thank heavens, a normal and, guy. But and I, would I you, can I, ask you, can I ask you a question? If it's not too personal, you don't have to answer it. Are you bi-curious? Yeah, yeah. bi do, do you understand what, what I mean by bi-curious? Would you, do you think, no. you, I mean, have you ever thought to yourself, I wonder what it'd be like to have a relationship with a man? Oh, ne never, ever enter my mind, you know. I've no, that's what I'm saying. So it wouldn't enter mine either. I'm married and I've no, I don't I buy into this idea that a lot of men are bi-curious. Yeah, but but yeah, clearly the men yeah. who are going on Grinder are. Yeah, it's just another deviation in life, like, of, of, of you know, you have the three, you have the straight guys who are purely gay and have no interest in women. You have the ordinary men who are only interested in girls. And you have this middle thing. But, okay, but, but why not be honest? Why not be honest with their girlfriends or their wives? Why get married and have kids and settle down if you think you might be gay? Why do that? Well, they do. No, the guys that have the, the work both ways, so to speak, uh, a lot of them do get married and they have children. And but why, but why do that? That's you know, deception. Is that not deception? Uh, well, I suppose they're trying to be a uh, part of conventional society, even though they have a, uh, the, the two inclinations. But, uh, I mean, my point is that if you can be uh, married, if you can get married, have children, and have a good life, and uh, the the but, other part of your, 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 what would you call it, your genes, you should, you should, 
you should be able to sort of say, I can't have everything. I'll ruin well, you my can't. Well, well, no, of I course, go. if you love somebody, you wouldn't lie to them and deceive them. Well, stay there. Stay there for a second. I want to go to another John, John O.G. John, hi, how are you? Afternoon, how are you, sir? Well, what got me onto this, of course, was the Obama story. Now, we don't know if that's true or false. <laughs> You know, Tucker Carlson is in for a big defamation case if it's false. Um, if, 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 if it is true, like, I mean, Jesus, there's going to be a big collapse of a host of cows there. And, uh, well, ab- absolutely, because they came up before the last election and the man was uh, discouraged from coming forward. Uh, but anyway, he's taken a lie detector now and he signed an affidavit to say it's true. But then again, he is a bit of a con man, so we don't really know if it's true or false. But either way, I'm sure we'll find out in the coming weeks. But getting back to the whole idea of, you know, a married man having hookups with gay men. Do you feel sorry for these men who are trapped or they believe they're trapped in a marriage, a straight well, well, marriage? Th- 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 this term trapped, to me, is a ridiculous term <coughs> to use because the only <coughs> person that has trapped them in that situation <coughs> excuse me, is themselves. What they have actually, the, the person to me that's really trapped is the wife or the girlfriend, the wife and the children. They are trapped in a situation that they have no idea what's really going on in, in that relationship, right? And then when it does all hit the fan, they are devastated. The woman is then even amongst her own friends going to be ridiculed because, I mean, a lot of people are going to say, the ones, as I call them, you know what I mean, the ones, uh, she must have known, you know, that yeah. this will come out in. In other words, uh, she knew all the time along, you know, she must have had some inkling of what was going on, right? So therefore... Her reputation is damaged. I even go so far to say, if you do that, it was different years ago, people got married because you couldn't come out as gay. It was wrong then as well, even though you couldn't come out and there was no clubs, no bars, no nothing, right? But today, if you live that life, the Philip Schofield lifestyle, right? And if you make an absolute idiot out of your wife and your kids, and everything that has gone before is based on a lie, and that's what it is. It is based on the lie. Yeah, but John, the, yeah, but the other John that was on before you says, you know, he, he kind of feels sorry for these men who are in that situation, that they're battling with themselves. But you know what I mean? They put themselves in that situation. I wouldn't feel sorry for them because they, uh, the person I will feel sorry for is the partner, the girlfriend, or the wife and the kids. I mean, there's the wife and kids involved, a complete family unit. So you've no, you've no that, sympathy for the, for the man who's I haven't, clearly and I, gay. I would go so... I will go so far as to say that when this happens then, and when they're found out, right, that the wife then, whose, whose life has been a lie, should say to the kids, your father is not the man that I thought he was. He's not the father that he portrayed to you because he was portraying himself as a heterosexual father to you and a heterosexual man to me. So no, he is out of our life, and I want you to have nothing to do with your father, the lawyer. There you go, John. Um, John O'Dea has absolutely no sympathy. I know you do, but he has no sympathy whatsoever. He basically believes that man is a fraud, that you're living a life as a fraud if you're doing that. Sorry, I'm well, talking to the other well, John. Well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, yeah, but again, I would say that... Uh, People, you know, who have that inclination in both directions and have the fortune to love, be able to love a woman, as well as have an inclination towards men, two inclinations, right? The one which is a good, healthy, normal, conventional... But you can't have both. 
You can't be married no. and be shagging somebody else on the side. You can't. You, you can't fully 100% love a woman. That's a ridiculous thing you just said there, that caller. How can you 100% love a woman when you're betraying her behind her back? You are not the person that you're telling her that you are and that you're so in love with her, and yet you're having relationships with men behind her back. So therefore, you do not love your girlfriend, you do not love your wife if you're in that position. But they, they can't help that. They, they're born like that. It's a genetic thing. Well, don't get ready married then. Don't get married or don't have a girlfriend if you feelings that you're gay. It's as simple as that. Well, no, everyone's saying they're gay. They're not just gay. They work both ways. They're capable of being gay. Well, well, they're, they're either gay, well, they're either gay or, well, well, hang on. They're either gay or bisexual, one or the other, yeah. Well, I don't believe yeah. in this bisexual thing, though. I think it's a different thing. I've got a bit of a doubt about it, yeah. too. Uh, but, but yeah. John, I, I'm looking at some of the messages coming in here. <laughs> that fella, John, knows way too much about the subject. <laughs> I, John, I mean, you, you seem to be very empathetic. Now, I'm not having a go. I'm just saying you're very empathetic. I mean, it, as you put it yourself, if he loves his wife, genuinely loved his wife, why would you be deceiving her? Why wouldn't you just complain and say, listen... You know, I, I've just realized this is not right. I shouldn't be in this marriage. You know, I, I'm actually hooking up with men at the weekends. You know, you go off and find somebody else that'll be more dedicated to you. Why would you do that to a woman? Yeah. If he's capable of, uh, as I say, if he loves, he's in a loving relationship with the world, you can't have everything in the world. It's like... No, you can't. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. You can't have both. You can only have one or the other. No, no. And you should make the effort to restrain the other powerful primeval deviation, urge, whatever you like it, in, in conformity with the one that you can have and maintain a good life, a good family life. Okay, well, 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 hang on. Stay there, both of you, a second. Let me just go to Connor as well. Connor, hi. How are you? Hi. How are you doing? Connor, do, uh, you, do you feel sorry for a man who... Well, I, I'm looking at these messages that my producer set up his grinder account yesterday, right? And 82% yeah. of the 30 people... Now, that doesn't mean 82% of men, but the 30 people who contacted him on Grinder, 82% of them had a girlfriend or a wife. And I'm reading the message here. The, I have a girlfriend too, so very discreet, LOL. Um, another one here says, yes, uh, I have a girlfriend too. Have you met many lads? Uh, and he says, or he replies, nice to you. No, does she know about it? No, she doesn't. So, I mean, this is shocking that so many men who are married or have girlfriends are on hookups on Grinder. Yeah, I'm going to sound maybe ageist, but uh, at the first John, anyway, I would have sympathy for for particular lads, maybe in their 50s or 60s, who got married within this country in Ireland. When it was illegal to be gay, yeah. Absolutely. But mm. I mean, nowadays, there's no excuse to be marrying a girl if you have questions in your 20s or late teens or 30s. I mean, you have to step away from that marriage. Like, you know, as you were saying, you can't have it all, like, you know. But, they, but these are guys uh, on Grinder right now. So what I'm saying yeah. to you, this is not 40 years ago or 30 years ago or even 20 years ago. This is right now. So, the, uh, you know, these are on Grinder right now. Barack Obama, by the way, was in 1999, if indeed that story is true. So, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying because, you know, many, many years ago it was absolutely frowned upon and guys would have just went along and got married just to hide the fact that they were gay. But that's not the case now. So, so for people to be hooking oh, yeah, up on Grinder no, now, yeah, no, a lot shouldn't be on Grinder if they're if they're married or have girlfriends. You can't swing both ways. Particularly, I'm, I'm going to be sexed as well. If you're a man, 
you can't be swinging boat ways. Well, if you're sing- if you're single, you- yeah, if you're single, you can do what you want. You know what I mean? But if you're married, yeah, you can't. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. 100%. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I mean, John, the, Connor understands that if it was 50 years ago, well and good, but not now. There's no reason, John, to be hiding it. Just say to your wife, I'm swinging both ways. How do you feel about that? If she's not happy, well, then the marriage is over. And let her go off and find somebody who'll love her. But it should never get that far. Well, it shouldn't get that you far. Should, yeah. you, should, you shouldn't have to say it to your wife because you should never wife in the first place. No. I, by the way, Connor, I do accept what you're saying, but I've always argued that even 50 years ago, the answer would be just not to get married. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, just like if you, if you were game but didn't want to tell anybody, just don't get married. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But I mean, unfortunately, everyone makes mistakes, so. I mm. mean, that's a massive mistake, of course, like, you know, but I mean, then... Like you know, everyone, everyone should should you know should be forgiven for their mistakes. I mean, there's even, one of, one of the grinder messages that. here. Right? I can't show it on the screen, right? But one of the grinder messages, the printers yeah. are here, right? Um, one of the guys who's married sent our producer a picture of himself in what looks like a baby grow with a suitor in his mouth. Uh, yeah, that's, that's that's no, 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 no. Somebody should give him the name of the nearest psychiatric unit. <laughs> Honestly, God, no. a baby girl. <laughs> and, and the other thing about Grinder that I didn't know, and he was telling me there yesterday as well, is that the first thing most of them do is send a picture of their dick. It's not like Tinder where people have profiles, or I don't, but maybe they, they do have profiles, but I don't know. But they send pictures, just send pictures. It's kind of this inclination, this first thing you do. I just send a picture of your dick. I, I find that bizarre. And these are married men. Or men with girlfriends. No, no, that's totally wrong. That's totally wrong. I, I, I saw a comment uh, yeah, up in your They're t- kidding themselves, but, but I mean, of course, they're yeah. kidding themselves. But more importantly, they're kidding, kidding their uh, wife and being told, or, or, and their or kids their if they have children totally too. misleading yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, but I mean, and, uh, the source of the topic now, obviously, obviously, Tucker going to expose or or, or outline and about Obama. But I mean, Obama's a total spoofer anyway. Like, I, mean, I always, you know what? I always, I mean, the man is very charismatic. Don't get me wrong, but I always thought there was something a bit fake about him. I never, yes, we can. I never particularly liked him. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yeah, yeah, but, but I mean, and the man, what's it? The man, and it, the man uh, took a Nobel Peace Prize. I mean, and my God, was was a front for seven wars. He was. I, I mean, can I the, can I honestly say I believe he's the worst president America has ever had? Because not that he wasn't a nice guy, because he comes across as a nice guy. He did oh, nothing. No, he did nothing. Yeah, but he just did nothing. When he was Obamacare is the only thing he ever did in eight years. He did nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, well, no. well, well, hang on. I don't want to go on too much about American politics because it drives people mad. Stay there for a second, Connor and John and John. The other John, stay there. Let me go to Sophie Thank as you. well. Sophie, Bye. hi. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good, Sophie. I mean, Sophie, in relation to... Well, the, the topic started off with Obama and then my producer went on Grinder, and all of a sudden, 86% of the 30 men that hooked up with him were all married men who wanted to keep a secret. Does that shock you? Not at all. I mean, first of all, it's very good that you started with Obama and then came down to local Irish men because the ultimate grinder, um, which would be grinding the likes of the machines of Obama, really do require people to be compromised. And there's a number of ways they do that. So it's either 
power, pension, pecuniary, perversion or paedophilia. And that's the glue that holds them all together. But a lot of these people were groomed for the positions that they were in. And when we look at our own history of our country, in Ireland, uh, back in the 60s and 70s and 80s, um, the two forms of abuse of men, where they were literally grinded down as children, was some of them like in the Artane Boys, where they were beaten Remember and, that, yeah. and buggered. And yeah. then the other one is a much more insidious, um, which happens in the private schools, which is only really coming out now. Yeah. But it's always been well, there. Well, we did, we did have one of the victims of the private schools on the show there recently talking to yeah. us. Well, um, that's the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. They, they absolutely. Have, what they would do then is that in those private schools, they would look at the families and people who are there, who would be all the elite of society, and they would pick um, the, the children that they would groom and offer positions, whether it was head librarian or, you know, rugby mm. coach or whatever. And the others who weren't being abused may not have known that they were being abused, but they would see that they were being rewarded and they would also then be punished. They wouldn't be in... The oh, I know. Country. I mean, when you look back at what happened in Irish history, a lot of that behaviour of men particularly taking advantage of young boys, and they took advantage of young boys rather than young girls because they thought young boys would keep a secret. But that behaviour became normalised in society, which was quite shocking. It did. Uh, because I remember my own dad used to say to me, if we were bold, myself and my brother, uh, who was younger than me, if we were bold, and we were kind of about 13, 12, 13 years of age. Now, if you keep that up, you'll be sent to our town boys' school. That's how you'll be sent. So everybody knew what our town boys' school was like. They all knew, well, but were, nobody ever did anything about it. That was bizarre. If you were sent, if you had been sent to the Artain boys' school, you'd probably be a homeless drug addict now, but still being abused mm. by the by the men who are in very senior positions in this country, yeah. who are doing this on the side. So the the entire uh, pyramid structure of, of oh sorry, the I, do, I do apologize. A bit of noise in the background there. I apologize. That go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. The, the glue that holds all of the the triangle-shaped systems, um, you know, government, civil service especially, all of that, a lot of those men um, were abused in private school. And if they weren't directly abused, they would have been in the environment, which is the same, and they would have maybe felt okay. that they weren't being given. So, Just, just in relation to what, well, then let's move back to the basics. So are you shocked that we have so many no. men who are either no. gay or bisexual who were essentially having hookups at the weekend with other men, you know, when they're married. Now, they claim they're trapped. Do you, I, I used to, do you feel any sympathy for these men? Absolutely, I do. Because to live with shame and to live with a secret, and whether it's either an escape or as a result of abuse or the unbridled pursuit of pleasure, which is never going to be fulfilled, they are living um, with um, a cloud over their head. The fact that they're afraid to tell people, but also remember people who, they're very open to being to being bribed. I mean, you could have, you know, a local businessman and he could go and grind her and the next minute he's been bribed, you know, so... The well, yeah, that, well, they're very stupid yeah. in that sense when you think about it. They're making very bad decisions. But damaged people are very stupid and also the fulfilment of that black hole, especially... But, one, but, but I'm looking at the messages here, Sophie, and... I have the message in front of me, and and our, our producer said to one of them, "I've got a girlfriend. Can you keep a secret?" And he went, "Yeah, me too. Have you met many lads? LOL, ha ha ha." And well, so what I'm saying is, they don't seem to care that they're deceiving their wives or deceiving their girlfriends. I mean, that's fraud. If you have somebody in a marriage for twenty years and you've got kids and you're hooking up with lads at the weekend, I mean, that's horrendous. Why would you not feel sort more sympathy for the wife who's in that situation? Because they're if they're on grinder and stuff, they're addicted to the instant gratification of the peptides. 
the danger, they basically feel numb inside, which is what they're doing to society. And but you're kind of giving them a get-out. You're giving them a get-out clause there, Sophie. You're giving them a bit of no, a get-out. No, no, I'm not giving them a get-out. I'm, I'm actually stating the fact is that the ultimate grinder is the same grinder we were speaking about the other day. This is just another leg of the octopus. And to break men down, to make them fraudulent, to make them weak, and basically it's cowardice. I mean, if you want to do whatever you want to do as a consenting adult, by all means do it. But they don't want to have to pay the price of being authentic. I, ha- I have no Either. problem. If lads want to go on grinder and hook up with as many men as they want, I couldn't care less, right? Fair play to them. If you're a single man, go for it. Have a great time. But the thing is, when you... can have a great time. Yeah, but, but hold on. But when you've committed to somebody and you love somebody, surely you owe them the truth. Even if you're married five or six years, turn around and say, listen... I have a problem, love. You know, I'm, I I like men. Uh, I don't. It's not that I don't love you, but I like men too. So what do you want to do about it? Do you want to support me or do you want out of the marriage so you can find somebody else who will be more dedicated to you? Because yeah, they don't want to pay the price of courage. And courage takes but that's cowardly. So but that's cowardly, Sophie. I, I, I know, oh, I know. it is cowardly. The entire country is, is promotes cowards. I mean, we're run by cowards. I mean, cowards is the end thing to be. But they also are endangering their family. <clears throat> They're bringing in potentially diseases. You know, apart from Absolutely. the family unit, they are cowards. So why, well, well then if they're doing all of these things, why are you empathising with them? No, no, I'm not empathising. I'm actually explaining. Oh, no, no, I understand that. Than empathy, compassion. I'm stating the fact is that these men, for whatever reasons, peptide, pursuit of pleasure, or because they were tickled with when they were children, or they're a member of some Masonic Lodge that they're told that this is some higher form of love, or whatever, it is actually part of the overall agenda to break down men to break down the family unit but if you have a secret you can be controlled would you have would you have the same understanding is let's say if a man was married 20 years and he was going on tinder and having affairs with women because he had a sexual addiction would you have the same understanding or would you they i don't mean exactly empathy the same, they have exactly the same issue but they would on the pursuit of pleasure and the distraction it's the same issue it's still the breaking down i think the difference is that people who have an affair with a woman maybe have to have an emotional connection whereas the ones who just go and have and do it with men it's just pure animalistic gratification it's not emotional yeah and, and so but no this idea by the way somebody's mentioned to me yesterday that that a huge percentage i don't know what percentage you said of men are bi-curious do you think that men are generally bi-curious I think uh, curiosity should have a certain amount of intellect with it. I think that they're stuck to screens watching porn, which has actually broken down their ability to feel anything and that they're in search of more instant gratification all the time, which never is fulfilled. I wouldn't call it curiosity if a rat runs after um, you know, poison that's been put down to kill it. That's just you know, an, an instinct of a base level, which has been promoted. Most of these men probably were brought up with, with video games and all of that. Their peptides in their brain are screwed and they're looking to feel something. Okay, well, 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 hang, well, hang on, Sophie. Sorry, Connor, are you still there? Yeah. Yeah, you've been listening to what Sophie's saying. And as much as she's saying, well, it's not that I feel sorry for them, but I have an understanding as to why they do it. Do you accept that, that men, there's some sort of basic instinct within men, particularly men who may have been abused themselves or may have been, or as she mentioned, watching pornography, looking for instant gratification, that this is a kind of masculine thing maybe in some way, that, 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 that that's the excuse for it. In other words, it's not their fault. Uh, no, no. Uh, well, I mean, of course, uh, I, uh, of course, uh, I do agree oh with her historical perspective of this. So, uh, of course, but were, were you abused? I mean, lads, no, I don't. Uh, oh, oh no, but lads have controlled themselves. 
there's no like you know my god um, mask no no like you know we aren't cavemen <laughs> we should be able to control ourselves and 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 pick what sex uh, we we uh, want to go out with basically but yeah that's yeah. that's what um, I would be thinking and I, and I do understand what Sophie is saying but you know, I think I, what you're doing is you're giving us little credit as men then to be able to control our sexual urges, Sophie. Oh, 100%. 100%. Meaning some of us, like, you know, me anyway, I'm married with children. I'm able to discipline myself. I love my wife. Mm. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, and uh, as much as we all, as much as every man loves sex because we have million, you know, we're huddled with testosterone running around us. Um, you know, we do, the most, most yeah. of us are not animals, Sophie. So we, we, Absolutely. we have the ability to control that. Hundred percent. You do, but when you when you when you start with a child's brain and what television and video games and pornography and now what they're doing in schools, it does have an effect on your ability to make actual responses rather than reactions. And when they have trained the whole world to act like you know, to, to Pam Pavlov's click of the fingers, to something that developed the peptides in the brain are hugely important. And on, on top of that, then you've got this massive desensitization and shame and lack of meaning to life. Um, and that is all done by nature. So back to Obama, there's probably very few uh, people in high positions that have not been at either young stage, teenage stage, or in their secret societies that aren't secret anymore because everyone's a member <laughs> since everybody's been ritualized into it since 2001 without realizing it. We've all gone through those. They've put the entire globe through the type of trauma rituals that to make people respond and react to things. This is the ultimate grinder. I mean, there is a grinder above the entire world at the moment that is grinding down human spirit. And this, I know. This okay, well, I, I know, I know, I know. And that, that just gets into the topic deeper. And I understand where you're going with that. But, but in saying that, I, I just want to bring it back to the basic level. Married man, two kids, married 20 years. He's meeting lads at the weekend on the sly on grinder, as we've established by our experiments yesterday with our producer. I mean, I have no sympathy. I know you, I don't know whether you have sympathy for him, Sophie, because you are giving him reasons to do it. But I have no sympathy. I just think he's a fraud. Well, no, it's not about sympathy. It's there's a he's, difference. Well, then say it. Then say it. Say it. He's a fraud. He's, but he's a fraud, yeah, but isn't sympathy, he? When people, yeah, he is. But sympathy is saying, "I'm glad it's not me." Empathy is saying, I, "It's like me." Compassion is being able to observe it. The destruction that happens to families and children because of of these lies that are being promoted as trendy at the moment and and commercialized. Mm. Is, is killing the country. But well, we, we've well, we seen it with Philip Schofield and going back four years ago when Philip Schofield first came out and that whole thing on the sofa with what's-her-face, I can't remember her name. Uh, but I, 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 Holly Willoughby, that was it, yeah. I, I remember, you know, everybody was, oh, well done, Philip. Oh, isn't he great? Isn't he wonderful? I was one of the only ones on the radio says, I don't think he's wonderful at all. I feel sorry for his wife and kids. But, but yeah. everybody, it was kind of, you're right, it was kind of trendy to support yeah. him. You know what I mean? Because the ultimate grinders that owns all media are pushing this agenda. And they're saying, this is okay. This is okay. This is cool. Do it. It's okay. It's fine. Or whatever. And, and the media are theatre. They're all actors. You know that. And they're paid. Okay, we'll stay, we'll stay there for a second. Let me go to Dave as well. Dave, hi. How are you? Dave, I, I, I'm shocked because my producer, as I said, set up a grinder account yesterday and within half a day, 30 blokes were onto him. 86% of them were either married or had girlfriends and wanted no to keep way. a secret. Jesus. 
Yeah, I have all the, I have all the screenshots. We, for people that haven't seen them, we put the screenshots up on Facebook and on Twitter as well. And you'll see all the screenshots that it, where he asked them, do they have a girlfriend or a wife? And could they be discreet? And they all admitted they had girlfriends and wives. Fucking hell, that's... Um... Shocking. Speechless after hearing that. Yeah, now that like, doesn't. Yeah. By the way, can I point out that doesn't mean eighty six percent of men are on grinder looking for blokes. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. It just I mean, means eighty six percent of the people that contacted him on grinder were already married or had girlfriends. And age wise, just curious, what kind of demographic are we talking here? Like, is this thirties, forties, fifties? I get the impression from the pictures because we didn't we didn't print up the pictures, but from the pictures that were sent, there were pictures sent as well as dick pics and all sorts of things. They were kind of uh, between the age of pics. between the age of thirty and forty. That's mad. Yeah, because I mean, like, I don't know, forties maybe. You can kind of see. Okay, maybe they grew up in a time where it wasn't exactly. Have I lost you, Dave? Uh, yeah, go ahead. It was, yeah, it wasn't cool to get married, or it wasn't cool to be in a gay relationship. Yeah, at the time. No, no, not that it wasn't cool. Like particularly, like if you live in a rural setting, you could kind of. I'm not saying it's right, and I'm not saying it's okay. Far from it, but I'm just saying you could probably understand that they grew up in a time where being a gay man, particularly in rural Ireland, where people tend to be a little more kind of. And for some reason, uh, for some reason, I, sorry, I was losing I mean, your line there. You're back now. Go ahead, go on, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Go ahead. Uh, uh, no, but like people in their thirties, I mean, like you know, like I find gay people probably do still, you know, get shit from people for being gay. But like nowadays, I mean, like nobody gives a shit if you're gay. You know, they really don't care. So this whole having to get married and stuff like I can understand that there's pressure from your family and all that but to get married and particularly like if you're to get married and have a family even though you know that you know you're gay or bisexual in, yeah yeah I, I don't think that's right well look if you're bisexual if you're still attracted to women that's fine you're gonna get married but like if you're a gay man and you get married and you bring children into the world I think it's a horrible selfish disgraceful act to do I mean, Sophie's on the line, but she, Sophie is saying she has compassion because she understands why it happens. And no, what, I, we, do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, we, we talked to him ago about Philip Schofield, which is a classic example of this. Um, you know, at that time when Philip Schofield came out, you know, with Holly, Holly Willoughby on the couch and everybody was kind of, oh, well done, Philip, aren't you great? And he wasn't great. I don't think it was great, great at all. I thought he was deceitful. He was a fraud for what he did to his wife and family. But nobody said that at the time, and as Sophie rightly pointed out, because in the media, it's kind of <laughs> cool, isn't it? It's trendy or something. I don't know. Well, it's yeah, that way because every big figure, so, so many big figures are living lives in all shapes and form. And we have a lot of our government as well. Some of them are out publicly, but they are all compromised. And as I said, to have something like this over people from the top down to the bottom, lad on the street, it's controlling. And, and you can control people who are living in shame. And the fact that these guys are not telling their partners means they're living in shame. They're probably also walking around wearing three layers of masks and will, will do whatever the government tells them in other ways. Because, and that's, they're feeding on the bottom trough then. So when I say of compassion, don't think for one minute that this subject doesn't hit really close to home. Because my, my own... Um, don't, go your, don't, yeah, don't go into your personal situation, Sophie, on the air. Yeah, you? but okay. I've, seen, I've seen the You've damage. You've seen it happen. The damage does, yeah. Done. But compassion is really just, I, I see it for what it is, but I also see the fact that this suits exa every different topic that you're discussing, which is brilliant, you're doing it. There is an ultimate grinder at the top. And unless people see 
that and start to step back, then, you know, we're really, really going over a slope. I, I do understand what Sophie is saying, Dave, that there is this kind of atmosphere at the moment, over, certainly over the last five or six years, that anything goes and everything is acceptable. And it doesn't matter who's hurt. And it doesn't matter who's hurt in the process, mainly children, by the way, but it doesn't matter who's hurt in the process. And I, I, I do sense that. Do you sense that, Dave? Yeah, it's kind of like we're, we're being progressive just for the sake of being progressive. Look at us, we're great, and we'll pat on top of the head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, we have, to be, we have to be accepting of everything. Like, whereas before, we'll be accepting of someone, and we'll be compassionate of someone, but there's like a certain line when they cross, you know, collectively, we should be like, ah, come on, you're And, the, and the classic now. example you know? of that is they want to change or make the word pedophile offensive to pedophiles, and they want to change it to minor attracted persons. So that's the classic example of how they're trying to neutralize and is that make the goal. It is a, it is actually a thing. I, so the I, other th- the other thing they've suggested now is they don't want to use the word convicts or ex cons because it's offensive to criminals. Well, no, because they are the criminals and they don't, they, they, the people who are pushing the law and making the laws are convicts, are criminals themselves. Well, to be honest, I believe it's criminal to be even suggesting such a thing. I mean, yeah. pedos are pedos and that's the end of it. Let's keep the stigma. They, we, let's not take a, we, I mean, the, the whole idea that they want to take away stigma from certain things, Dave, certain things deserve stigma. Pedophiles deserve yeah. stigma. Convicts deserve the stigma because they committed an act, a yeah. criminal act, and usually have a victim yeah, well, at the end no. Stigmatize something, you know, it's a good thing There was, what, what was more concerning yesterday, there was one of the messages that my producer sent to one of the guys and he said, he told one of the married guys he was 16 and asked if that was okay with him and he was still up for it. Jesus <clears throat> Yeah. And that, that was even wow. that was even more concerning. Now, I think as far as I know, you're, me- you're meant to be 18 to go on these dating sites, but it doesn't seem, they don't check your age, you know, so anybody can kind of sign up. Yeah, well, I mean, come on. Like, okay, so so what so what should a man do in that situation where you know he has an attraction to other men or both sexes, and he's married with three kids? Should he just just go and tell the wife and be done with it? He should tell his son, put her finger out of your arse, and be honest with like I mean, three kids. That's you know, it's bad enough for a woman with three children, and he's robbed the woman of the best years of her life as well. I mean, it's not even that just like. They're going to break up and they'll go their separate ways. She's still tied to this guy for the rest of her life. He's taken the best years of her life. He's fine. He's given her three beautiful kids that she probably loves. But how is she going to feel about this? She's gonna, is she going to feel like there's something wrong with her? Did she turn him gay? All these mad, stupid thoughts. And all that well, she's, her, been, her, she's her. been defrauded. <laughs> That's simple as. Well, that, and by the way, yeah. I personally believe if that goes to a family law court, he should get nothing because he's defrauded her. No, she'll be blamed for turning him gay. Oh, yes, she probably will be blamed for turning him gay, Sophie. No, right. honestly, there, there should be some system in place where she should she could do him. Honestly, like Joe, because mm. think of like financially, 
everything that they've gone through together as a couple. That would be tort law and it would be a civil case, but you're absolutely right. And she should also be able to get an annulment, but she should, and her children should be able to sue them for fraud. You're absolutely right. No, I, 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 no I, I actually agree with him. And I, by the way, I've said the same about adultery over the years. If you commit adultery within a marriage, I, similar to, say, California and places like that, we have a no-blame system in family law in this country, but, or a no-fault system, as they call it. So it doesn't, the judge is not even interested. Like, for example, if that case went to court in family law, Dave, you know, of a married man, three kids, who's having affairs with other men, um, and it went to court. The judge is not interested in why the breakdown of the marriage happened. It doesn't come into the, the divorce whatsoever. But I personally believe if you commit adultery within a marriage, you should get nothing. Because you're the yeah, one. Because it, it's a contract. You broke the contract. Well, no, that's fair enough. But yeah, but family law in this country as well. It's a joke. Even though it's no fault, it still leans heavily on the side of Absolutely. the Absolutely. Well, well, generally you know, speaking, it does. But family law in this country needs to be rewritten. It's a joke. Believe me, I've been through it. Anyway, stay there for a second, Sophie and Dave. Let me just go to Morris as well. Morris, hi. Sorry for keeping you waiting. Morris, hi. Niall, how are you doing? Everything okay? Everything's good, Morris. Yes, everything is good. But another day, another Indeed. topic. Obama's in a kind of spot of hot water, but kind of, but it brings up, yeah, it brings up the whole topic, doesn't it? You know what I mean? About yeah. married guys, you know, going off with other men. Living a lie, yeah. I, 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 one of the things that I've noticed uh, since the Philip Schofield and all that business went on, all these pound shop Philip Schofields that are coming out. <laughs> like, you're talking about a guy... Yeah, they're all Mickey Mouse just following the suits. I, that guy that you're talking about, 15 years, 2008 wasn't the year you had to hide you were gay. Mm. You know what I mean? Now, you're only talking about 15 years ago. If you were talking 30 or 40 years ago, I grew up in the late 70s, early 80s, when there was a thing called queer bashing going on in Dublin. That's right, yeah, I remember Because that. people knew where homosexual men were hanging around in Dublin, and they went down, and some young fellas baited them, and then their mates turned up, robbed them, terrible. and gave them a hiding. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, you see what I mean? Queer bashing, that, you know what I mean? Now it's, uh, everybody's, uh, you're, uh, it, like you said, it's to the lies and the deceit. I know one individual... His wife said to him after 21 years of marriage, my man died dead. I'm coming out now. I was always a lesbian. Right? He has three kids. He got the house. She moved on. Do you know what his kids done two weeks ago? The three kids under duress went to her, their mother's gay marriage okay. in civil. There you go. Right, okay. Do you see what I mean? Imagine how they're feeling. And all the years of betrayal and lying. Now her sister was gay and came out. But she didn't have the balls, as the fella says, to come out to her mother and father, but waited until they died. And now she's living her dream. And and to see, and deceive the guy that she was married to with for years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And he's left with the pieces. Now, granted, he's met somebody else and he's moved on. But like you said, as the kids that are left with the trauma, the betrayal, how can you actually go? But I, I think I think it's happening them? more the other way around. I know women are doing it as well, but I think it seems yeah. to be happening more the other way around. I don't know if there's an app for lesbians, by the way, or I don't know whether Grinder is particularly male dominated. Well, I think it is. Male and female Grinder. Is there a male and female Grinder? I don't know. I don't. Well, and Tinder is. Oh, there is. I've just been told over here that there is a female version of Grinder. Yeah, there is. I didn't know. There it was. you go. Yeah. yeah. So that's probably yeah. happening there too. Yeah. I think I'll start a business of closets are for clothes. Who wants to come out? <laughs> you know? But but okay. So in those situations where a guy says, you know, I was living a lie. I couldn't come out. My parents were religious. You know, I would have lost my job because my job was quite conservative. I, so I couldn't come out. But now I can. Hmm. Do you feel sorry for him? No, 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 no sympathy whatsoever. You have betrayed somebody for 15 years from the word go. You knew the day you married her, you knew the day you told her, I love you for life, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, and you hid it for 15 years. 
So you're a deceitful, lying, low-life person who could deceive somebody for that amount of time, and then all you want is coming out the other side. Oh, can I go off now and buy a dress and a handbag? I'm gay. Yeah, I know. It's and just... you leave carnage behind you. And that's what Sophie, was, no Sophie was talking about, the carnage that you leave behind. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and you never think of the kids, you know? And then the, the, the kids, if they're young enough and they get slagged, oh, your elf is a bender, your elf is a short-lifter, your elf is a punky in the brown eye. They don't never think of that. No. The carnage that's left for the kids, you know? Mm. Dreadful. So uh, and do, do you yeah. think do you think that men, because Sophie kind of made a point of talking about men and this, mm. you know, peptides and... I suppose, dopamine effects that you would get from having sex or, or, you know, your urge, satisfying your urges, that, you know, that maybe in these situations, these particular men, because they're bisexual or bicurious, are unable Mm. to control those urges from whatever trauma they have received. Maybe they were sexually abused as children. Although, Sophie, I did read a report going back many years ago that there was no relationship between sexually, being sexually abused and then going on to sexually abuse yourself, if you know what I mean. Um, maybe yeah. maybe that was incorrect, anyway, but I, but anyway, but I can see the point that she's making or, or the connection that she's making. Yeah, I mean, do, do I, you think, ex- I don't think it can be assumed. It definitely could not, and it's wrong to assume that anybody who is gay has been abused. I don't think that's a fair generalization. Yeah. No, but I would say a lot of people who do abuse were abused themselves as children, and that's really it is. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. Is there actually? Do they have data to connect the two? that people who abuse were abused themselves? Um, I will find some and send it to you. Okay, because I because I, I, yeah. I did remember reading something before that kind of poo-pooed that and said, no, actually, no, that's not actually true at all. But anyway, maybe maybe it is, maybe it isn't, Sophie. And if you have information, I'd love I to say it. Well, that can, can, be, can be created of course, for any of reason. Course. But I have spoken to people who were abused, and one of the things that they really struggled with was that feeling inside that, you know, this this memory of, of being groomed and, and how it, it was affecting them. So it doesn't mean they always act on it. Mm. Yeah, well, I suppose if you're going out for hookups constantly the weekend and you're married, you're probably abusing yourself more than abusing anybody else too. Uh, but, but yeah. Morris, you've no sympathy anyway, right. bottom, bottom line, none whatsoever. None whatsoever, none whatsoever. Right. And uh, this business, I heard you the other day talking about, oh, they're trying to do away with the word homosexuality or homosexuality. Well, well, That's they, ridiculous. They, I, I read that, it was last night, I read it. Yeah, they're now saying that the word homosexual is offensive to... to they said it's homophobic. And I said, does that yeah. mean, what I said last night on the radio was, does that mean the word homophobic is actually homophobic as well? Because they were getting really sick. And then again, like, oh, you, like you said earlier on, then, and they're going to go and say, oh, he's not a paedophile, he's just attracted to children. That's disgraceful. Anybody that abuses children, no matter what age, they're executing that child's soul. Because a childhood lasts a lifetime. Mm. And the, the people I know of people that have woke up in nightmares and sweats and they can never get rid of it because it's in their, it's in their being, what was done to them. And they can't yeah. stop their memory from reliving it. So when you hear of somebody getting 10 or 20 or 30 years for defiling a child and abusing a child for sexual gratification, they've executed that male or female for the rest of their lives. Uh, absolutely. And I'm looking at a message here on the screen. It says, strangest thing I saw on Grinder was a trans man a.k.a. a woman who identifies as a man but dresses like a woman. So, in other words, a woman looking for a gay man. Which is kind of odd. That doesn't that does even... I'm trying to work that out of my head. Uh, let me go to Jane. Jane, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how's it going? Good, good Jane. Would you, would you have any sympathy for a guy who says he's trapped in a straight marriage? No. What he did was absolutely disgusting. Mm-hmm. Where he's concerned, I would absolutely decimate his life if that was if I was his wife yeah 
absolutely decimated. He has mentally abused that woman for the entire complex of their marriage. And by doing what he's doing with backdoor meetings with strange men, God knows if he's given her STDs or even, I mean, like, she, she could have AIDS and she wouldn't know it. Yeah, yeah, she could. She could. Not, not that AIDS is primarily a disease amongst the gay community, but more prevalent amongst the gay community. No, but I mean, like, the thing about these, meeting random blokes off these, uh, you know, websites, it's as bad as, you know, going into a, you know, a dominated, like, uh, gay toilet where basically they all have glory holes. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's just... It, it's just disgusting what he's done to her and he's done to his own. Are you, are you shocked? Are you shocked by the fact that when we went on Grinder, or when we, I didn't, my producer did, we went on Grinder, set up an account, and out of the 30 men that contacted him in one evening, which was yesterday evening, 86% of them were married or had girlfriends and said they didn't want anyone to know. That's messed up. It is messed up, That's isn't it? Absolutely messed up. And. Um, God love the poor women that have, have these men in their lives. And I have, I have all the, the messages the here. I have all the messages here. If anyone you know doesn't believe me, we have all the messages we saved. I put some of the screenshots up on Facebook and Twitter. You know, these guys married yeah. and have girlfriends and laughing at the fact that, oh, don't tell anybody, this is their little secret, discreet, etc., etc. It's horrific. It really is. I mean, if men cannot be straight up and be honest about themselves, they're willing to stand before God and make vows to another person and then do that to them. Mm-hmm. They're not worth pissing time. Sorry, excuse yeah. my language, but that's, that's yeah. the truth. See, Sophie, I, 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 I come back to you, Sophie, again, and I say to you, I know you didn't say you didn't have any sympathy, but even what you were saying earlier on and when you, when you come on first, it does kind of somehow try to excuse them for what they're doing, saying it's some sort of instinctual thing. No. Um, do as thou wilt is the is the is the way the world is at the moment, and that's just, this is another example of it. If you want to get down to the nitty gritties, I could get down to the nitty gritties of this, and I can explain to you so many different families I have seen destroyed from this, and so many men, and actually our own country, our own country is being destroyed because of men like this who carry shame, who have people have things over them, and that's how they're managing to get them to bend over for globalists, literally. Mm-hmm. So, no, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm sympathetic. Um, I would have very strong opinions on this, but I do see the head of the snake. I see the head so of the snake. So you see why they're doing it, but you just don't You don't feel sorry for them, but you just see why they're doing it. I see, I, 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 I kind of connect the two together, Sophie. That's where me and you differ. You know, I always feel that when you're compassionate and you have an excuse for somebody doing something, well, then what you're doing is you're giving them a reason and you're, you're giving them excuses. Like, for example, let's say a guy has an affair in his wife and for, say, four years before he has the affair, the wife has gone off sex. She's, she's lost her libido, let's say, right? And people turn around and go, oh, well, in fairness, now the wife wasn't having sex with him. What do you expect? You know, and then people go, so I kind of felt sorry for him. I don't feel sorry for him because if he really wanted sex that bad and the wife wasn't giving it to him or she wasn't going to change, well, then just leave the wife. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, work with I, I, I don't do exactly what you're talking about. And the fact is that you don't know people's heart. When people go through a breakdown in relationship, they go back into their childlike state. And compassion is not letting people off at all. Compassion 
is beyond. But it does. But, but compassion does give them an excuse. And it does, it does no, give no, them a bit of a get out clause. No, no, no. It doesn't. It doesn't. Sympathy does. Compassion doesn't. I have no compassion uh, for a bloke who's been married for 20 years to a woman, has two kids, and he's off on grinder at the weekend with lads. I have no compassion for them. I don't care what the reason is. Well, I, really I do, do because I know the absolute hell that he lives in and the damage that he's causing. And I know what's, up, what's, what's down the road for them. But it's not that I'm easy on them. I deal with this on a regular basis and I can see it. And when you name it to them, do as thou wilt is the name of the game at the moment and the ultimate grinder is grinding everybody down and emotion and emotive reaction to these things is exactly what they want dualistic you're good you're bad you're right you're wrong but the fact is there's an ultimate grinder that constantly needs to be well, jane has an emotive reaction because on my screen here because obviously she said it to my producer she said uh, <laughs> jane you said he's a scumbag that's the emotive reaction that's exactly what he is and anybody like him that does that behind their wives back that they've been with for like since they were you know in their early 20s he's taken the best years of her life he's taken everything from her do you have any what compassion do you, do you have any compassion for there's that? no compassion for that how can you have compassion for someone who basically just goes behind your back goes out at the weekend meets up with a strange man and has sex with him and then goes home to you in the evening and has dinner with you like nothing happened no at the end of the day, I would, if that was me and I found out that about my husband, I'd kill him. I would. I'd put him under the patio. That's what I do with the fucker. Pardon my language, but sorry. No, that is just absolutely base, disgusting, vile baseness of human being. To do that to another person who has committed their life to you, that has said that they loved you, that's before God and took vows and, and committed their life to you and given you three children and then turn around and do that to them every weekend for God knows how many years. And, no. I, and, are, you, and are you shocked by the figure that I mentioned that my producer, 86% of the men, now these are men on Grinder. that's not 86% of men, but 86% of the men that came on to him on Grinder were married or had girlfriends. There are people that have some serious issues and it's messed up. And to be honest, you know, if they can't be honest with themselves, they're never going to be honest with any. Stay there a second. Well, hang on. Let me go to Angela as well. Angela, hi. How are you? Hi, Niall. How are you? I'm, I'm blown away by the fact that my producer could find 86% of the men that come on to him. Now, he is a gay man, by the way, my producer. He went on Grindr. He set up an account last night to prove it to me. But 86% yeah. of the 30 lads that come on to him were either married or had a girlfriend. I'm not shocked, to be honest. I'm blown away by that. Because um, I have, like that, a friend who's gay, who's on Grindr, um, you know, a good few years. And he's always told me, and he's shown me as well, straight away, you know straight away the ones that are, you know, it's, they, they want to be discreet. And when they're discreet, they are obviously married or have, um, a girlfriend. Yeah, I'm looking. Partner. I'm looking at the screenshots here. That's a very common word being used. Can you be discreet? Yeah. yeah. Now, um, I, I I was trying to look at it there. I took a screenshot, but I didn't get a chance to look at it. In one of them, um, uh, one of the shots you put up. Did your man put up? Yeah, I got a girlfriend. Lol. Lol. Uh, where's that one here? Is it here? What do I have it here? Oh yeah, he says. Yeah, he said, uh, so my producer said to him, uh, you got a girlfriend, and he said, yes, ha, 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 you met many lads. That's an arsehole. Mm. Because yeah. he's laughing at this. Yeah. You know, so straight away, that'll tell you what's in the mindset. 
you know, that, oh, maybe they are, you know, in distress and they're depressed and the whole lot. But I have absolutely no sympathy, especially when someone puts up, got a girlfriend, ha, 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 lots of laughs. Yep. You know, he should be hung, drawn, slaughtered for that. Yeah, well, Jane said she'd put him under the patio. I wouldn't do that. I'd give Jane a hand, to be honest with you. (laughs) Yeah. The thing is, and it's, you know, people will understand that, you know, in a situation like this. This is worse Mm. than cheating. It's worse. This is worse because not only are you cheating, but you're cheating where there is a high risk of HIV, <laughs> of AIDS, yeah. and you're STDs. Yep. To yeah, to a woman that you apparently love. No, you don't. You never have, and you're selfish because you went into a marriage knowing what sexuality you were, and <clears throat> one thing I will say is okay because the guy that's a good friend of mine. He was kind of, you know, for a couple of years in denial with it, like, you know. He was like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not. And he came out kind of late 30s. But I mean, can you imagine him standing there, you know, the top of the altar with his beautiful wife in front of him, you know, doing the, you, you know, the oath and everything. And instead of looking at his wife, he's probably looking at the best man thinking he looks good I'm today. I about to say, I look oh. the best man. Because <laughs> that's what he's doing. And by the way, I have no problem if he likes the best man, but just tell your wife. You know what Tell I mean? Your wife because um, homosexuals, gay, they are very, very promiscuous. They have a, an enormous sex drive. That's why. Well, that's because, but that's because you've got two men, and men have yeah. more of a sex drive than women, generally speaking, because they're more testosterone. That's yeah. why two men together is more like, generally more promiscuous than to a man and a woman. And it's not even that. Like it's it's a thing of like yeah, he's do you know what I mean? He's having sex with other men. I can guarantee you, whoever, you know, is in these relationships, they're not in marriages and that. They're not going down the road and getting into bed with someone and having sex. They're meeting them in a bush. They are meeting in them a car, in a car. In a car park somewhere, yeah. They are meeting them. And it's like 10 minutes over and done with. Thanks very much. If they are in that kind of relationship, and I am not exaggerating now, they could be doing this two or three times a day. A day. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's it's absolutely disgusting. It really is. And no, I have no sympathy. Absolutely no sympathy for anyone, especially in this day and age. Especially in this day and age. Okay, well, hang, well, hang on. I, I want to come to Sarah and then Maureen if I can, because uh, Sarah, hi, how are you? How are you, Niles? Nice to talk to you. Sarah, do you have sympathy for a man who's trapped in a straight marriage? He's not trapped. He has an option. He had a choice before he married the girl. He's a dirty, filthy, gay, filthy scumbag. Lower than life. Lower than lower than lower than life. I have no sympathy. I have no compassion. I am full of empathy, but I have none for him. I'm a very caring, and kind person, but to him, he's a sad student in society. That's all I can say for him. Yeah. If you're gay, just leave your wife. End of story. Leave your wife if you're gay. That's, 
pair, I'm not going to say grow a pair of balls. Obviously, he has balls. Oh, and clearly. He's, he's using them every weekend. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> exactly. Right? But you imagine the effect that that's going to have on that family, right? Oh, just say, no. Just saying he did and he stopped the right now and he went home and he told his wife. And his wife was having none of it. Then you have the children, right? You have their mental health when they're grown up. Not only that, right? The fella that's going around screwing men, his mental health is going to be fucked up. And then whatever happens to him then, the wife is going to be worried, well, I shouldn't have broke up and such and such was going to go and kill himself or he's in the psychiatric unit or... It's a whole domino effect. It's going to affect everybody. But you know what I've heard on so many occasions? You know, I, I've heard people saying, oh, wouldn't you think the wife would support them? I'm going, what? what? I, I swear no, to God, I've heard no. people say that. Wouldn't you think the wife would no. support them? Yeah, but come here. Now, there is wives out there that actually do support that men will. like that. Oh, yeah. That will support them. I, I, sure, I already spoke to the trans widow there. I don't know whether you saw the interview about two weeks ago of a woman in America there, and her husband decided he wanted to be a woman and expected his wife to support her. To support him. Well, I actually not. Sorry. Yeah, there is people out there that do that. But I tell you one thing, Niall, it wouldn't be me. And this day and age, and I know you had a caller on saying there, like, because of the 60s or whatever the year may have been, a lot of men did marry. And they married for those reasons because of the stigma on gay bashing and stuff like that. But there is no excuse whatsoever in 2023 to turn around and to be honest and truthful to his wife. But you, you know what was even weirder about the whole thing yesterday when I was looking through the screenshots that my producer sent over to me? You know, the, the, well, firstly, the age. He told one of them he was 16 and it didn't bother him, right? But the fake profile that he set up was 18 years of age. And every one of the guys were over 30. Now, now I know, I believe in the gay community they're called twinks, which are young, skinny guys or something like that. I don't know what it stands for. I don't know what the abbreviation is. But that, that in itself is odd. That is sick. sick. That is absolutely sick. sick. There's no other word for that. And that lady that you had on talk and that sounded like psychologists or wherever, she was justifying it in her mind. No, no, she wasn't justifying it. What she was saying, she gave the reasons for it. She didn't have any empathy. No, empathy, compassion, they're two different, totally different things. You know what I mean? You can Mm. care and you can have empathy for a murder, a killer, some going around raping people. You know what I mean? Compassion. But that's absolutely true. Yeah, sorry, sorry Angela. You would, actually, you would actually have more respect, empathy, and sympathy for a man who came out. Absolutely. I would. Well, well, I, but I, particularly I, in this day and age, it's not a big deal to be gay. You know, so there's, there's no problem. It's not. And the thing is, you are going to get caught. Because um, on that grinder, I, I think myself and Steve were talking about it there a couple of weeks ago on, on a different topic. The thing about this is, on Grinder, it shows in meters how far someone is. So, oh, like, right, okay, it tells you if they're in, they're in your locality, so to speak. Yeah, not even locality, meters. So I could go on, set up a Grinder account now, and find out that twenty meters away from my house, there is a gay man looking for a hookup. Looking for. Uh, a and by the way, for all the women listening. If you're suspicious now of your own husband because of the stats that I gave you, listen out for this sound. You took a photograph, Niall. Go on, you said you took photographs. We'll all identify the willies. Go on. Well, no. well listen out for... If you can see that sound. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the sound of a private message on Grinder. So if you hear that you sound... Hear that, <laughs> <laughs> you know what 
you know what this is, Kyle, right? And when I when I lived in Kildare, it was a little village, right? In Kildare, and uh, my best friend used to come down, and he was gay, right? Within, and I'm not lying, within five minutes of him sitting in my house, it would start going off, off, off. And that's because, yeah, that, that's, I'd be like, Turn it off! Well, that, that, well, that, just let people know, that sound is unique to Grinder. Sorry, hold on, Maureen is waiting ages. Maureen, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are you? And I'm sorry you're our last caller today, Maureen, but our most important. Save the best. <laughs> right. Save the best to last, as they say. Uh, Maureen, oh, okay. do, you have, do you have any sympathy? Not at all. I have, no sympathy. I have no sympathy for him for what he's after doing to his wife. Mm-hmm. And he got children, yes, he has. Yeah. Yeah, I have no sympathy for him. Yeah, the one who and sent in the message to us earlier, yeah, he did have children. Yeah, he was 15 years married. Yeah. yeah. Well, i tell you something if it was me. And I found that out. Like, oh, I have his bags packed. And he'd be very lucky if he could even walk or put his crown jewels intact. <laughs> right. And that's being honest. Right. And that's being honest. Jane would give you a hand, actually, I think, you know, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd give him a really, really good kick in him and then hope that he might be able to use it for quite a while. Put it that way. So gone. Yep. I think it's shocking. You see, the men are getting married and they know they're gay. And they lived a lie for so many years and the poor wife and children know nothing about it and then it all comes out. So that's the wife and the children. Their lives are destroyed now. And it's not there. Like, it's, it's a wider, it's a wider, it, but it's a wider family. I was I was just going to mention the Bobbitt. Yeah, you know they found his his appendage five miles away in a field. Don't even ask me how the police officer found it, because she what she did was she had a row with him. She cut it off with a knife. She drove out, drove down a main road, and threw it out the window of the car. And they found yeah, yeah. it and sewed it back on again. That's yeah. actually I heard that. Shocking. What? I heard that. I did hear that. Yeah, he's a porn star then, wasn't he? Or something like that? Yeah. He, he became a porn star. Hmm? Yeah. With his sewn on, like yeah, a Frankenstein know. wheelie. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like what yeah. Uh, Mark Wall has in. <laughs> yeah. So, like Ma- so Maureen. Uh, was with me. Okay, okay well, let me, well, let me ask you a question, Maureen. Would you have more sympathy if it was a marriage that was, say, 40 years old? Because, let's be clear about it, to be fair, 40 years ago, it wasn't, you know, men didn't come out as gay because they were afraid because of the stigma in society. So, would you have more understanding if it was a 40-year marriage? No. None? No, no, no sympathy at all for men that Absolutely do that enough. to their wives and their families. Mm. None whatsoever. Because they should be you know ashamed of themselves, what? actually. For the, past, for the past 20 years, so you're looking at 20 years of a marriage that he's living a life. So, I wouldn't have sympathy because, okay, it is the way it was back then, but times have changed a long time. And you have taken 20 years from a woman that could be happy now. And she can't yep. be happy. You mm-hmm. cannot be yep. happy kind of a relationship. Do me a favor, just before I finish as well, I want to go, I'll go to Michael. Sorry, Michael is actually in New York. Uh, Michael, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are you? Good, nice to talk to you, Michael, during the day. It's very early in the morning for you, mind you, if you're in New York, but however. Now, you sent in a message uh, based on, I think it was Steve and Angela were on a good while ago on the show, and Steve mentioned something about Grinder. So you kind of did a little experiment yourself, did you? 
Yeah, I did exactly what your producer did. I said, you know what? I not that I didn't believe it, but I was like, let me just see. So I downloaded it. You could it takes seconds to make. You can create a fake profile. It doesn't ask for no credentials, no nothing. And no all you see is these DL guys and that's all that they want is discreet. Then you can ask them, oh, are you married and stuff? And most of them are. It's it's terrible. That's really it. I, terrible. I couldn't believe it. When I seen all the screenshots my producer gave me last night, I just couldn't believe it. Because he said to me, look, I'm going to do this. And I said, ah, you'd be lucky to get anyone who's married. And he, within 20 minutes, he ran me back and he says, I have at least 10 so far. But I keep going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, I couldn't believe it. All these lads, all with girlfriends and wives, all on Grindr. Uh-huh. It's bonkers. And they don't want a relationship. They just want a quick little yeah. bang, bang, goodbye. And that's it. What uh, is wrong yeah, with terrible. these men? And the thing is, that's I, I said, I now, that guy who stays in my house, his phone started going like 90 because it was a small village. So that they knew that somebody knew was in town. It's so, it's, it's hilarious. They knew that within five minutes, they'd be on it and it's boom, there's somebody new. And actually, there was three, three that every time he stayed, they'd straight away be within three or four minutes. The second he walked into the house, turned on grinder, boom. Yeah, that's if you grinder. that's if you put your location on it. Yeah, if you if you set your location yeah. up. And I don't know whether you set your location up, Michael, because they'd know exactly where you are. So, no, I, so I tell you exactly. It shows you how many feet people are away from you. So I deleted it so fast. It was like, what if there's creep driving around and say, okay, I'm... 50 feet, 40 feet, okay, this must be where this person is. Yeah, and you're standing, you're standing there, they know it's phone. you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, okay, I just believe, I've just been told by my producer, Maria, they actually do that. It's called cruising. So what So what they do is, they take the app and they drive around with the app, and if they see, you know, five foot away from somebody, they know exactly who it is. So they they have the app. Yeah, it's called cruising. Scary. We were in the pub that night, and one of them was in the pulp. That's so mad. <laughs> and I'm looking going, I don't know any of these guys that are meant to be gay in here because a lot of them are married. A lot of them are, you know. Yeah. It was just, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Well, well, listen, Angela, Maureen and Jane, thank you very much indeed. Michael, I hope the weather is good in New York. Nice and humid, I imagine, is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hot and humid already. Yeah, yeah. Looking, for, and looking forward to the next election. If Biden has his way, it'll be more postal votes. I believe the man is wearing a mask already. I think, yeah. I, I know uh, Jill Biden has COVID as well, I think. So. Do, oh, does he have us? <laughs> be, because just, I know Jill did, but they weren't too sure whether he did or not. So, uh, I oh, don't know. Oh, no, not Joe. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jill has it. Jill has it, yeah. But did you see the video of him walking out? He was supposed to be uh, honouring veterans and uh, handing them medals, you know, where they would put the medals around their neck. And okay. halfway through the ceremony, so there's a guy standing there and everybody's cheering and clapping. There's a guy standing there, an old guy, about 90, waiting to have the medal put around his neck. Joe walks straight out the door <laughs> and left the <laughs> poor guy standing there. And he looked like he was in a trance that he didn't know where he was going, which is quite normal for Joe Biden, by the way, can I point out? Quite bizarre, Michael. U.S. politicians at its best. Look at Mitch McConnell. He's had two oh, frozen strokes. With the last yeah. Months. He had a stroke. I watched that video where they asked him a question. He's halfway through answering. He has a stroke and he's still standing there. I, I, and yeah. we were already talking about this this morning, myself and my producer. We were saying, 
Why do so many old guys want to stay in politics? Why don't they just retire? They've loads of money. By the way, in relation yeah. to the latest revelation from Tucker Carlson, Michael, I don't know whether people in America are talking about it or not, so whether this guy Sinclair is lying or telling the truth that Obama was snorting coke and having gay relationships. Do you think it's true? Oh, I don't know. I heard something about that on the radio this morning, too, driving into work. But when I heard it, I was like, oh, this must be a spoof. I, I don't know. He seems like a straight shooter, Obama. But are any politicians straight shooters? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that, but he, but yeah, but he, he kind of has this kind of squeaky clean, charismatic personality, doesn't he? Well, that's where we're led to believe. By the way, I did say earlier on, I do admit, I believe he's the most useless president America ever had because he did nothing apart from just be nice, you know. I'm too young to even put judgment on him. Okay, Michael, lovely but talking to you again. Perfect. Thanks very much, and appreciate you coming yeah, on here. Take care, now. thank you, Angela, as well. Thank you to everybody who got involved in the show today. By the way. Um, uh, what do you see? Oh, yeah. Somebody was sending a message here that John Bobbitt, or John, wasn't it John Wayne Bobbitt? Was that his name, Wayne Bobbitt? John Bobbitt, yeah. He lives in Ireland now, allegedly. He first moved to Kilcock and now lives in Stalorgan. John, if you're living in Stalorgan, give us a ring. We want to know what the story is with your gadget. Ah, uh, hold on for a second here. Somebody sent it in. I'm too slow. I'm way too slow. Way too slow. He lives, moved to kill cock. He now lives in Stilla, Oregon. Ah, stop. How did I fall for that one? He did go on to be a famous porn star, by the way, and his wife chopped off his gadget. Trish in Stilla, Oregon. You should. What are you trying to do to me, Trish? You caught me out there, Trish. Stilla, Oregon. Kill cock. Very good. Thanks, Trish. Sarah says it's disgusting. Not just the seat, but the carry on of them. Morris said, hi now, 15 years living a lie. So sad he betrayed his wife. No sympathy. Big Mac says, no, no, no sympathy whatsoever. Keelan says, you'd have to be a bit sympathetic, wouldn't you? Finnis, these are all on Twitter, by the way, or X as they call it now. Uh, no, no sympathy. Think of his wife. If this happened in the last 20 years, I'd have zero sympathy for the man. If it happened before that, I could kind of understand. And uh, Mia on Twitter says, what about, uh, what about the sympathy for his wife? Yeah. I think that's what everybody's kind of saying, isn't it? Jessica McSween, he says, I have no sympathy, and this is coming from a gay woman. This is a marriage based on lies, and the kids, whether they're grown up or not, are brought into this as well. If you're a gay man, you've no business marrying a woman. Couldn't agree with you more. No business. See, and as I said earlier on to Angela, you're standing there, you're holding your wife's hands, you've got the ring in the other hand, the priest is saying, repeat after me, I solemnly swear... Meanwhile, you're looking at the best man between his legs and his pants going, he has a nice willy, hasn't he? You fancy the best man. How could you really do that? I mean, it's despicable, isn't it? Anybody who excuses it has lost their mind. The one thing I will definitely agree with, what Sophie said earlier on, it's almost trendy to support people who do these horrible, horrible things. Because that's what happened, isn't it, with Philip Schofield? Do you remember Philip Schofield going back four years ago? Not the latest kind of carry-on that went on uh, with the young producer, but going back four years ago, this kind of whole thing, they were all hugging him on the television and saying, isn't he great? Oh, Philip, he's such a wonderful man coming out. I didn't feel like that at all. I was one of the only people in media at the time that condemned him because I felt sorry for his wife. He hadn't told his wife up until recently. 
She, he lived a lie. He deceived her. He wasted 25, 30 years of her life. She's never going to get that back again. So not only is it like cheating, it's deception. If you cheat, for example, you've only deceived your wife for the last six months at the time you cheated with her. But if you're cheating with her and you're gay as well at the same time, well, then you've deceived her her whole life where she could have found somebody else who actually really, really cared about her and really loved her. And don't, by the way, send me in a message saying, no, just because you're gay doesn't mean you don't care about your wife. You couldn't care about her. Because if you're gay and you're hooking up at the weekends, you couldn't possibly care about her. Because if you cared about her, you'd tell her. You're scum. Scum is what you are. Nothing more than that, nothing less than that. Anyway, don't forget, by the way, we love doing the show. Please support us to continue doing this, to give you a voice. All of those callers on the air today, they all have a voice. Every single day we give people voices. We give you opinions that you're not going to hear anywhere else. You're not going to hear a lot of this stuff on radio because in radio there are so many rules for the Broadcasting Authority. It's not that I don't agree with those rules. They have to have them there to some degree. But when you're in the podcast, you can say what you want within reason. I'm just here to referee it and give my opinion every now and again. So please get involved in the show constantly and support us to continue giving you that voice. It's really important. We don't make any money out of this. All of this costs money. Electricity, equipment, <laughs> all of this costs money. Staff, the people who call you to get you back on the air, the producer, the person who's flicking the screen right now when I say you can text or WhatsApp 085-100-2255, just like that. The person who flicks that screen. Everybody has to get paid at some point. At the moment, they're not getting paid. We're doing it because we love doing it. So I'm asking you to please support us. And it's easy to support us. As I said before, we're giving it to you for free. You can watch this show every single day at 12 o'clock on Twitter or Facebook. You can listen to it. You can watch it. It's free of charge. We will never charge you for watching it live during the day. And the reason for that is we want you to get involved. If we don't let you watch it for free, well, then you won't get involved. But if you want to watch it later on, you can go to our website and you have to register on our website. You can listen to it for free on Spotify or all the usual platforms, or you can listen to it for free on our website. If you want to watch it, please register on the website. To register will cost you five euro per month. That's the price of a pint of beer. That's all we're asking for. And don't forget, by the way, there will be exclusive content, and there is exclusive content already there that you don't see on the show, and that will be in the video section on the website. Also, you'll get a monthly newsletter from next month, give you the latest updates, what's coming up on the show, what's gone on in the show over the last month, some of the highlights, some bits and pieces. We'll put together probably a highlight show of the whole month of the best bits. We'll throw that up as exclusive content on the website. Only you get to see that. It's only a fiver a month. That's all we're asking you for. It's not much to ask for. You pay for Netflix. You pay for everything else. You pay a lot more than that. Believe me. It works out a couple of cents a day. And all that's doing is saying, thanks, Niall. Thanks, guys. Thanks for putting together a good show. Thanks for giving us an opportunity to have an opinion on the air. And thanks for entertaining us and bringing us some good stories and opinions that nobody else is going to give us. Thanks for getting behind us. Thanks for speaking for us. We're one of the very few that are speaking for everybody when it comes to free speech. We've covered it so many times. We were the first show in this country to have Michael Schellenberger on from the United States, who will be speaking in the RDS, by the way, in two weeks' time. 
and I'll be there too to adjudicate it. So all of those things we bring you and we try to bring you first. And if you have any suggestions for the show, please email them, niall at nileboylan.com, or you can text them or WhatsApp them to 85 So please support us. Go to our website, nileboylan.com. N-I-A-L, and I can never spell my own name, N-I-A-L-L-B-O-Y-L-A-N.com, nileboylan.com. Just register on the website for a fiver. You can register for free if you want to, but that doesn't really get you anything. Register for a fiver on the website, and please support us. If you, don't, if you don't have access to the internet, well, I suppose you do. Everybody has access to the internet. I was going to say, if you can't get to the website, you can support us here on Twitter, by the way. Um, if you want to click the subscribe button at the top, and what we do for that is, in the subscription section in Twitter, we put the videos up every single day as well. So please do support the show. Support us so we can keep providing this show for you every single day, Monday to Thursday, 12 to 1 o'clock every single day. Thank you very much indeed. I'll talk to you again tomorrow at 12 o'clock. Until then, have a great day. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms. 